0: Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome welcome back to Real Presence Radio, Real Presence Live, blah, blah, blah. I kind of went on my cue too early, and then it stopped me in my tracks. But no, welcome back to Real Presence Radio, Real Presence Live. We are so grateful that you're here with us this morning. We've had such a deep conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brad this morning with Father Andrel, you know, just taking us deeper into our spiritual, beautiful life gift that God has given us. And then it really put into action with Roxanne Mm -hmm. and with Stephanie and Katie. And now... I think it's so important because we're going to have some fun.
2: Going deep into a pint.
1: We go deep into a pint. I mean, it is just so important that we work, pray, play, and then we just bring it all together, Mm -hmm. you know, with His grace, right? So, um, yeah.
2: So we are joined now for our final segment by Andrew Guidos and Kate Hugrid. Good morning to you both. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us. So you guys are, tell us a little bit about, I guess, um, about the efforts that you're involved in here.
3: So, um, I moved to Moorhead in 2016, and I was kind of surprised for how big Fargo-Moorhead is, that there didn't seem to be something consistent Mm -hmm. for young adults. You know, know, some churches had something, or, you know, there was like a whole city event sometimes, but not anything consistent, and since I was a Catholic young adult... Still consider myself.
1: Um, so my, do I, Katie. <laughs> um,
3: I was very much looking to meet new people mm-hmm. and get involved, um, and I had lived in the Twin Cities for a while, where they had a Catholic beer club, and so I reached out to Derek Rausch, who is kind of the founder, who um, went to Benedictine. It started organically there. Okay, and I was like, okay, let's let's do something.
2: Okay, and how about you, Andrew? What, where did this all come from for you?
4: So I moved here in 2017, Okay, uh, and actually Kate and I went to college together, ah. so we knew each other before that. Um, and so sh- she came to me and said, hey, I'm starting this thing up here called Catholic Beer Club. Do you want to come and do it? And I said, well, yeah, I'm Catholic <laughs> and I like beer. Uh, and not being from the area as well, uh, it can be really hard to find friends that you share values with. Mm -hmm. Uh, So just getting into this Catholic beer club has been, has been really great.
2: Cool. So uh, I'm curious, like Janine was saying, there was a lot of, uh, you know, heavy spiritual or or lofty spiritual type of things. Uh, This, this seems very like normal, very, you know, in a certain sense, unspiritual, right? The, the, to have a beer club, but there's something really, really uh, profoundly Catholic, honestly, about Mm -hmm. this. So I don't know if you guys have reflected on this at all. Well, so
4: some people treat being Catholic like it's a formal attire that you wear to special mm-hmm. occasions, and what I think Catholic Beer Club helps you do is it makes it into your daily wear. Mm. You know, you're wearing your Catholicism every day to a very pedestrian type of event, yes. like just going to Catholic Beer Club, um, and it makes it just more of a part of regular life. And that's one of the things I I've, I've really liked and cherished about it.
2: Yeah. How about you, Kate?
3: I would say I agree with that, and I would say too that. Um, we do have like Catholic conversations when they're there and it's Mm -hmm. not like Andrew and I have like uh, printed out set of questions I mean it's very much a low key casual environment but just the conversations that happen organically about either local churches or the universal church and what's going on or I mean different things we hear on Real Presence Radio and Mm -hmm. not that that happens every time or the whole time but I think that is a really nice to be have that in a low key setting and sometimes I also wonder I'm like oh I wonder if people at like other tables like if they're maybe hearing snippets like ooh we might yeah. Get you, be a little Catholic curious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right.
1: a- I, I like that Catholic curious, because that is something that, you know, we have to continue to grow in our own spiritual lives, but we, again, we have to meet people where they're at and bring them in. And when they see joy, when they see love, when they see community that is working in such a, well, organic way, in such a beautiful way, that's really what attracts
2: yeah. I, I was gonna say too that um I think there's, there's certainly that element of you know meeting people where they're at but there's also the element for all of us of just being where we actually live like so for, <laughs> that's for a us good point too <laughs> um, the, the, we there's a certain amount of our time and not a huge one if we're being honest that we're spent praying we're doing devotions and that's the majority of our time is actually just human activities and and you know to I think sometimes we can fall into the trap of like, you know, to be Catholic is to have certain prayers that you're praying or certain, uh, you know, activities or certain like uh, missionary type of things. um, And that all the rest of that's kind of not spiritual stuff. It's just kind of the the day. But the fact of the matter is the Lord wants to enter into every facet of our lives. You know, he... I think you, you find that in The Lord of the Rings is such a great work, right? But you, you see that all over in The Lord of the Rings where the, the hobbits are just looking for a place where they can get a good beer, you know? And, <laughs> uh, but, but there's something, I mean, not only that to, to just make it utterly mundane, but this is the precisely the setting that the Lord made the foundational event of our Catholic life mm-hmm. is, is, you know, sharing a meal, sharing you know, right. a, a drink, so to speak, a, a drink of, of new life. Um, and so I think it's it's really healthy for us to realize that God is so, he, he wants to enter into all those little menial parts of our lives and, and to charge them with fun, for one thing, and, and also to bring about a unity. I, I think sometimes we can forget as Catholics, like that's kind of like, a, oh yeah, we're supposed to be united too, mm-hmm. but living in a fractured world where you have all, you know, Christianity is shattered on the floor in, in 50,000 different denominations and even factions within you know, Catholicism and so right. on. You can kind of think unity is kind of one of those idealistic things, but really what you need to do is all these other things that are spiritual, you know? And so I think there's there's just profound value in what you guys are offering.
4: Well, and it's just not even just Christianity, but our society is so fractured mm-hmm. and it's so hard to get together with other people and to build deep friendships, mm-hmm. um, especially at these younger ages, I feel. Uh, it's actually one of my favorite jokes is one of Jesus' most underrated miracles is maintaining 12 friendships in his 30s.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
1: Oh, that, that is so true because, you know, our young adults, uh, they're going to go where they feel accepted and welcomed and, and cherished for who they are. And if they don't find that in certain circles, they're going to go and search elsewhere. And it might not always be the best circle that they find. Yeah,
4: and even though we may not have super in-depth conversations about faith, you know, we're going to talk about our lives with each other, mm-hmm. and it helps that we have a group of you know of the same faith that we can get advice from, or just bounce things mm-hmm. off of, or just get feedback on things that are going on in each other's lives. Mm.
3: And I think it's so important to have community like that, mm-hmm. especially for this age group, because it can be um, very challenging to find a place where there is something for young adults Mm -hmm. after confirmation i mean that kind of seems to be the drop-off or you know college ministry um with newman centers but then it's like what is there until you're it's time for marriage prep and since people are getting married later than they had been in the past there's a whole group that just is kind of through the it's, gap. it's fairly mm-hmm. desolate
2: in most places. In my experience, there just yeah. you know there isn't a lot of of that sort of opportunity of of providing that oppor- that that venue for Catholics to come together and share life. And not necessarily, it doesn't always have to be about spiritual things, right? It is about sharing life together. So I'm curious for you guys, what what does Catholic beer club look like? Like, what do you do? Where do you go? <laughs> How does this work? What, do you, what is this like?
4: So basically, um, one of the reasons I really like. Uh, this type of event is i'm pretty lazy (laughs) i mean i'm I'm also very busy so it's nice to have something because we don't have topics and bullet points Mm -hmm. all prepared ahead of time or speakers that have to be scheduled it involves really just calling a brewery and saying hey on this night of the week can you handle like 20 extra people okay yeah and then i make a facebook event that says hey guys we're going to this brewery at this time see you there oh, okay. um, type of thing. So th- there's not a lot of planning. Uh, we have a little sign. It's a green, a little wooden green cross mm-hmm. with CBC on it. And that sits on our table. Um, so it's basically just show up mm-hmm. when you can. Very informal. Uh, and it's just a lot of us talking.
3: Yep. Sit and have a drink, mingle a little mm. bit. I mean, sometimes we'll push tables together. Sometimes it's just a little bit more standing. So you can talk to a variety of people and mm. just very, very, low-key but yet really rich how mm-hmm.
2: often do you guys do the catholic beer club once a month once a month is mm-hmm. it the same date or uh, time or what how does that work
3: we uh, vary it so that way we can try to get new people okay um you know so it's there's sometimes that it doesn't work on the same day mm-hmm. based on schedules so sometimes we do sunday afternoons um not when the vikings are playing right now. that's yeah. why wise. <laughs> wise. <laughs> um Sometimes it, it's uh, um, Saturday night. Sometimes we've, let's see, the last one, we did like a happy hour on like a Tuesday, I yeah. think.
4: Mm. During during the summer, I try to keep it to the middle of the week uh, mm. because everybody's going to their cabins yep. Yep. on the weekend or they're leaving mm-hmm. town. Uh, and then during the school year, try for weekend afternoons. Because um, mm. then, like, I bring my kids. I have three daughters. All right. There are some other young families that bring their kids. Oh, um, that's cool. And then they're able to experience us having that community um,
2: so it can be a family event. It's oh, yeah. not just just the it ins- kind
3: of depends on the time and the yeah, locale yeah, uh, right. sure, sure. Um, we uh, kind of pint. have a tradition <laughs> for the December one to do karaoke, yeah. okay, that's a little bit later at night yeah, yeah, yeah. and and more of the bar scene, yep. so.
4: Yeah. But most of them, it's you know, early enough in the day. Right. It's usually around a meal time mm. uh, so that we can all get together, have that food, have that drink. And then the kids are there and they can experience what a healthy yeah. adult community is mm-hmm. because nobody's getting smashed at these events. Sure. Um, right. I've never seen anybody get out of hand, except no. maybe karaoke. Um, <laughs> but a normal one, it's have a couple of drinks. Uh, talk about what 's going on in your life maybe what's going on at your church or the world or the you know the universal church sure. um and that's that's the event
2: uh, one quick question before we head off to break here um so how long have you guys been doing this now how long's is- we started
4: it in 2017 like 20- late, okay 20- so I've, it was way back when you were talking about the- so it's so informal you know it's not like we did paperwork to establish it uh-huh. so i had to go back <laughs> in the facebook events like when is the earliest one <laughs> and i think it was something like november 2017.
2: Uh, and that could be right yeah cool well we're gonna we're gonna step away for uh, just a couple of minutes but on the other side of the break i'd, I'd love to hear about like how you guys feel like you've benefited from this, or even other people that have been coming to it. Like what? Just the having friends Catholic friends is is uh, is a glorious thing. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. Our last uh, break here on this segment of, or this show of Real Presence Live, but we'll be back with more of the Catholic Beer Club for you after this.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
5: How can you know for sure that your loved one is in heaven? Well, the short answer is you can't. I'm Father Chris Alar, but you can have confident hope that they are saved because no matter when or how they died, even by suicide, you can pray and make sacrifices now to still help them accept God's final offer of grace. Jesus told St. Faustina, call upon my mercy on behalf of sinners. I desire their salvation. When you pray with faith on behalf of some sinner, I will give him the grace of conversion. Wow, if you desire heaven for someone, God desires it even more. So do your part to help them get there. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. I grew up in a,
6: a very uh, faith-filled home. It wasn't Catholic, but very faith-filled, and, uh, but when I got to college, I had a lot of questions, asked a lot of questions, didn't really get answers, and, and would say I became more of a agnostic. Um, you know, as I then uh, moved out to Seattle, I was really, really searching. and. Um, but then, you know, all through my life, everything was always compared to the Catholic Church. It was, it was everything and the Catholic Church. And, and so I just really felt the need to, um, to look into that. And I had a catechism of the Catholic Church uh, so, I, you know, that was a great resource, and, and spent a lot of time reading through that. So, yeah, asked a lot of questions, um, had a lot of questions about the church as an authority, especially, and, and being able to rely on that. Um, truth, how can we know truth? Where is the truth?
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Janine Bitson. And I'm Brad Gray. And we're having a fantastic conversation with Andrew Guidos and Kate Hogrud about the Catholic Beer Club. And at, during the break, we were talking about, like, where are these located? Because we have a 10-diocese listening area so, I mean, it's not just here in Fargo. So, Andrew, tell us where they can find out more information.
4: Well, actually, Kate, since she's the one that started it, she knows
1: she's, <laughs> the, the, Commander she's in the, Chief. the face on the website. <laughs> All right, we were going to defer back to Kate then. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so you can visit the website, Catholic Beer Club. Um, the most like up-to-date information, though, is on their Facebook page. Okay. You can just search Catholic Beer Club, and that has events for every Catholic beer club in every city that it's Hmm. in. If you're um, wondering specifically for Fargo Moorhead, where we are, um, when you go to the page, there's the different groups that are linked in and you can just click on the Fargo Moorhead group. And that just
2: focuses on Hmm. our events. So we can find out about what's coming up and do you guys know when the next one is?
4: Um, So I'm because since we've been on the radio, it might be a little bit bigger. I'm trying to nail down a venue Uh, that can handle more people. Um, (laughs) But I'm looking at November 5th. Okay. um, Would probably be the best time for, you know, especially new people to come out. Great.
2: Great. So we were asking on the break, too, if there were some great beers that you'd come across during your your years here with Catholic Beer Club. Kate, did you have one?
3: I really like this one from Fargo Brewing. However, it's just a seasonal one. I don't have it right now, Ah. which
1: yes uh, <laughs> it's very painful <laughs> it makes it all the more We're, we're at
2: early yeah <laughs>
1: yeah oh fun fun how about you andrew
4: i've always been a big fan of drum conrath you know uh, moment of silence uh, for them yeah uh, they just closed down recently but their their last beer golden sky was actually really really good and mm-hmm. we had our um our cbc in september was at drum conrath since mm-hmm. they were going to be closing down soon we wanted to make sure that we got there And
3: there was trivia that night. Yes. And our team, what did we call ourselves? The Catholic, or no, the St. Smarties, I believe. St. Smarties. And we won. Did you? So it was appropriate. You (laughs) represent. Well, one of the questions, I believe, was about um, what Shakespeare play happens the day after Epiphany. Yeah. Okay, we've got this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Shakespeare play the day after Epiphany. Yes. (laughs)
4: <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> what it was, or was it somebody else in our group? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, it's Twelfth Night. Uh,
2: Twelfth Night, oh. Interesting. Okay, I had make, no idea. That
3: makes sense. <laughs> I guess I mainly knew that because there are different um, movies based off of that.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, we got a little Saint Smarty wisdom coming at you here right. on Real Presence Live. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cool. So, if you guys, I mean, I assume that that you've gotten to become good friends with a lot of the people that have come uh, to, that, have, that have come historically, or they they continue to keep coming to Catholic Beer Beer Club. Uh, what's that been like for you guys?
4: That's been great because it's really hard uh, with everything going on in our mm-hmm. lives. Everybody's very busy to maintain long-term mm-hmm. friendships and this kind of gives a monthly touch point yeah uh, with these same people where it's how have you been this last month you know what have you done oh i visited i'm discerning a vocation so i visited this place mm-hmm. uh or you know something going on with their kids or you know we've had people in it get married to each other all right um and so it's just great to go through all of these different life changes with the same people with a monthly consistent touch point
3: right and yet That's not too frequent, where you just kind of zone out or ignore it because you know, oh, next week there'll be something. Sure,
2: Mm -hmm. you kind of it's 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 an event. It's like something I get to put on the calendar and plan around a little bit. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, and it is just so important when I think of like our good faith-filled friendships. You know, it has been you know over the years from our college years until now. Some of our greatest friends are those that we've been able to just Pour a drink and enjoy food around the table with. And, uh, yeah. You said November 5th? Yes, it's they're, a Saturday. They're coming to visit us November 4th, 5th, and 6th. So when oh. they come, we're like, uh, we're college students again. Yeah. <laughs> in, a good, in a good way, but it's just like, but yeah, it, it's just so special to have those kinds of relationships, and, mm-hmm. and that's something that you build here with this. And uh, we're not doing a Catholic Bible study together, although we're Catholic and we're you know in love with our faith, mm-hmm. but yeah, we're just enjoying the fruits of those friendships that christ has given us
4: well and with some of those formal events you know if there is a topic or it's a bible study or something it can be a little bit more intimidating it Mm -hmm. seems like it's more of a time commitment and so for people that are you know maybe not super hard practicing or super devout um even if they're just catholic curious Mm -hmm. uh, it may be a little intimidating to go to something that's so heavy Mm. Uh, but this because there's no agenda just fellowship um, or just community it's a li- kind of a gateway to get into more of the stuff
1: yeah well i would take out that just because community <laughs> and fellowship is where we can mm-hmm. you know break open and go deeper that's where it starts and that's why as brad said before that's where jesus started mm-hmm. it was around the table. first miracle
2: yeah first miracle is multi uh, Changing the water to wine, right? Uh
1: huh. That's right. Uh, and then his public ministry went yeah. full force. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's also good, along with that, that every
3: once in a while there's been a priest that attends. Mm. Yeah. And just for the other people to have a conversation with a priest where it's not just 30 seconds after yeah. Mass or at coffee and donuts, but see them in a setting that's not the parish.
2: Yeah.
1: In, in their humanity. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and exactly. And our brothers in Christ and, and in their humanity. And that is so important. That's what's nice about like the Collar classic when you have the priests and the seminarians yeah. play and the people come in, the laity come in and just go, wow, you know, they're just really good people like us. You yes, know? exactly.
4: And it's just the other people in the brewery too that are seeing a priest mm-hmm. hanging out with a bunch of people that have a cross on the table yeah. and they're all drinking beer and just laughing and talking and being... Kind of crazy. Yeah. We have a
2: priest in the diocese, Father Matthew Kramer, who has a slogan: uh, "Less talk, more fun." Mm-hmm. He, and I think that's a good slogan, actually, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we, we, we don't. We sometimes we, we do kind of hyper spiritualize things, and we 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 try unconsciously we try to strip ourselves of our humanity, as if our humanity is something to be gotten rid of and replaced with spirituality. And that's not true to God's creation, right? Yeah? And I think one thing that's really cool too um, is. I, working in the marriage and family life office for the diocese, I'm hearing lots of stories about young women that can't find a decent young man, young men who can't find a decent young, like the opportunities for young people to actually even connect in a, in a social environment to meet other people have become rare, difficult. Um, and so it's, it's kind of cool. I know you sharing that, that some people have gotten married for, to each mm-hmm. other from this. So that's, that's a neat, uh, a neat opportunity as well. So We've just got the last minute. Is there any final uh, comments or remarks that you guys wanted to offer?
4: Um, especially for people in you know smaller communities, maybe you don't have a big metro area to have mm-hmm. your CBC. It's not some big, don't let the formal getting things established scare you off. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing is just do it. Like mm-hmm. I said earlier, it takes me five minutes a month to yeah. plan these. So if you find yourself in a community where you want to have this opportunity, uh, just do it.
1: Yeah, there's there's uh, so many small communities. I mean, it's like you got two bars for every one mm-hmm. church. I think so. It's not like you don't have yeah. a venue, <laughs> right. and you can bring that holiness to that venue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly.
2: How about you, Kate? Any final thoughts?
1: Um. We hope to, I think,
3: see more people at our next Catholic Beer Club. Excellent. And if they're not around our area, yes, go to the website and see what other cities they are in. We're always excited to meet new people.
2: Fantastic. Well, thank you guys for being on with us this morning. Thanks for thank having you. us. It's been thank a joy. Um, we do have to send it over on the other side of the glass now so they can tell us what's coming up next time around.
3: So on the next, we're Presence Live, Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Father Richard Kunst is your host coming to you live from St. James Church in Duluth, Minnesota. He'll be talking with Jacob Toma about his journey through the seminary to the diaconate and get your questions ready for straight talk with Father Kunst. All this and much more is coming on the next Door Presence Live Tuesday from nine to eleven AM Central. Back to you.
2: Wonderful, wonderful. Well, it's it's been a great show, Janine, and we've had a, a really fun, spiritually rich, delightful time.
1: Yeah, I I think what's so beautiful is just the real intentionality Mm -hmm. that we need to have as Catholics to live our faith Mm -hmm. and to grow in our faith, but that also we need to have that community, we need to have that love and bond that we can nurture one another in that journey. You know, and, and I keep saying meet you where you're at because, you know, we have people who are PhDs in their Catholic journey and we have people who... And we have a train passing by as well. <laughs> yeah, about that's, well, I don't recall <laughs> us having
2: that in the show before. Yeah,
1: this is the first. Yeah. But, but we also have people who are in the infancy stages. And we have people who have come to struggle and have these like dry or dark moments mm-hmm. where they want to give up. And we can't give up on mm-hmm. them. We just can't.
2: There are so many beautiful elements of our faith. There is, you know, Our Lady, we talked about at the beginning, and yeah. how she is there and, and brings the presence of Jesus and you know the, the the power of christ in conquering evil we we're talking about with with Roxanne the the caring presence of these these monumental moments of like childbirth and so on but also just that the joy of having good catholic friendship good catholic opportunities to to be together is, is tremendous.
1: But Catholic friendship, that's very inviting,
5: mm-hmm. you
1: know, to those, like you had mentioned, Kate, the, the table next to you, you're open yeah, they here. Yeah. You know, we need to remember that we have brothers and sisters in Christ in, our, in other faith journeys. We need to remember that every single soul, every single human on earth has a soul that God gave them. And we need to just embrace that. And um, always be welcoming, always be loving, always care for that soul and where it journeys to.
2: Amen. All right, well, let's, uh, let's close our show with uh, just giving all glory to God for all the ways that he's with us and all the ways that he builds us up and calls us forth. So in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen, all glory be to the to Father, and to, and, to the the Son, and to the Son, and to, to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is, is now, now and, and, ever and ever shall be. be. world World without without end. end. Amen. Amen. God bless you all.
0: This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6.